I invite you to sit for a moment with that question. Connor, can we pop that back up on the screen? Think about a time that you were encouraged by someone, maybe even a difficult encouragement. Think about that for a minute. Perhaps this story today is a modern-day parable of, of life in a community of faith, whether Mount Olivet, the greater church. You've got a dynamic, growing community of faith on a journey wondering, where are we going? And maybe more importantly, how will we know if we're there? You have an ordained leader, literally ordained by a burning bush, holding tightly to what we hear in the text today to be a burden of leadership. But most importantly in this story, we have a transforming God, transforming maybe unexpectedly and very honestly in the words and the form of Jethro in this story. These concepts, dynamic community, a journey, wondering directionally where we're going, these are the same concepts that we as a church struggle with. We and the royal we, the greater community of faith. What Jethro outlined for us today in his frank discussion with Moses is that community matters. Now, there are trends that say church attendance and affiliation is waning. And for the most part, those studies are true. But Otto Scharmer reminds us that the core of a civil society, of community, includes this. A deeply felt sense, a social sense, that all people are connected. A deeply felt democratic sense that community enables us in inclusive participation together. And a deeply felt cultural sense that we are on a journey and, and of becoming and continuing to learn who we are and who God is calling us to be individually and collectively. Healthy communities share three things. They share a mission, they share a vision, and they share values. Values, the language of our identity, the foundation on which we build who we are. Mission is our values with skin on it. When we live in our values, 
This is what it looks like. And vision. This is a discerned direction. It's our mission in animation with a directional purpose. Healthy communities share this. Jethro's conversation with Moses is a push for Moses to redefine what community looks like in a, in a, in a sense of the faithful community. Jethro also seeks to redefine what leadership looks like in a real non-traditional way, in a way where everyone is a leader, leading authentically, leading diversely, passionately, aligned together in an orchestra of gifts playing a rich, dynamic melody for the sake of the world. Now, Moses, not unlike most leaders in the church, thought of himself as a problem solver, a mediator. Now, Gil Rendell challenges the notion of that traditional sense of leadership as we think about it in the church. Here's what Gil Rendell has to say. I wonder if leaders are called to lead congregations or communities out of problems and back to strengths. Or is the point of leadership not about problems at all, but steps toward an open future, the new thing that God is doing, and our participation in that. A redefining of leadership Leadership about new wine in new wineskins. Dispelling a lot of the old myths that I grew up with in the church as a professional leader. That there was this, when I entered the leadership of the church, it was a lot about a chaplaincy model of leadership. I do it and you watch. And as I grew in my understanding of what it meant to be a leader, even the supposed missionary model of leadership has evolved and changed, and the myths around it continue to crumble and fall. This macro sense of leadership that the staff tries to work themselves out of a job the reality is that the, in, in a congregation, in any organization, leaders need to lead differently. They need to be more about replicating leadership, more about equipping, supporting, supporting and nurturing new leadership, growing. Even the sense of directional leadership, pushing faith out to the homes directionally, has an opportunity to change and evolve. Yes, faith in the home is vital. It's where conversations and practice around language of faith happens. But what happens when we think about faith in a more worldly sense? Helping people understand that their purpose and faithful expression 
is not relegated to their homes, but a sense of a true vocation in the world, the truest sense of vocation. That directional model of leadership has to be dispelled as well. And what about the individual model of leadership that we know of today? You may have heard of this. Equip the people and get out of the way. Don't cause any problems. Leadership by abdication is not leadership. Any exercise of leadership that includes distancing each other is not leadership. Leadership is about connecting and holding together in a sense that leadership is about everyone is a leader. The context of the story today challenges what the, the Christian community sense of leadership means for us today as we evolve. And there's a risk for Moses in this, just like there's a risk for all of us. And the risk is faithfulness. Being faithful in a community of faith means letting go. Letting go of feeling like you're the one who has to solve the problems. And instead, as a leader, replace solving problems with a sense of pushing discernment in community. How are we thinking about what God is up to in this new thing together? Vulnerability means letting go of solving that problem and engaging and embracing a greater sense of lack of control and discernment. Being faithful means being letting go of um, the shame of cultural or institutional expectations. Who we are versus who we feel we should be. My first and primary role um, in this life, in my, my most prized role, is parent. And I have a great tension in understanding who I am as a parent and who I feel like I should be. Parents, are you with me? Are you with me? There is a shame of cultural and institutional expectation that happens in the church from a leadership perspective. Pastors have a, a sense of expectation that is grown and embedded in the greater sense of what a church has grown to become. It's socialized. It's in the fabric. It's in the smell of a place. So being a leader means being vulnerable to let go of what those expectations are. And finally, as a church, who we are versus who we feel like we should be in the world, allowing God to define that. Being in control is, is the most destructive thing that we can do. When we feel like we have to hold so tightly to the decisions and the direction that we are trying to take as a community of faith, 
40 to 60%, this is again from Gil Rendell, 40 to 60% of the issues people talk about in church are outside of their sphere of influence, can't be controlled. Which means that we experience the gift of transformation differently. If we feel like God is in control and that God is doing the transforming, much like Moses in this story, the pressure is off a little bit. It's not about Moses. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about pastors. God transforms leaders. More about developing than managing. God transforms the church more about being who we are called to be rather than doing. Our being leads to an expression in the world. God transforms community more about the process of becoming than some place where we arrive. Communities are like engines. And they have fuel. And whatever fuels an engine needs to be sustainable. If you pull the fuel out of something and it doesn't run, what good is it? What fuels the church? What fuels Mount Olivet as a community of faith? Moses saw himself as the fuel of transformation in the relationships between God and people. Not sustainable. Not for Moses, not for the people, not for the community. Our process of becoming who God is calling us to be at Mount Olivet and the greater community of faith is an ongoing daily discernment. What is the role of pastors and staff in that becoming? What is the role of the people of God in that becoming? What is the role and relationship to the world in that becoming? How do we define neighbor in that becoming? Who is informing and influencing us, much like the words of Jethro in the story today? William Sloan Coffin has a beautiful prayer that frames our becoming. Here's an excerpt from that. O God, whose mercy is faithful and sure, who is our refuge and strength in times of trouble, visit us, we pray. We need a hope that is made wise by experience and is undaunted by disappointment. We need an anxiety about the future that shows us new ways to look at new things, but does not unnerve us. With those words, may God go with us as we reflect together, as we lead together, as we grow together, and as we become together. Amen. Let's take a minute with this question. What are examples of going further together 
with, Mount, with, with a sense of Mount Olivet? How do we go further together? Give some examples in your brain. Have conversations with the people next to you.